Hi, everyone. This is your host, Christy, inviting you to think for a minute about the job market. The baby boomer generation represented massive population growth and a subsequent expansion of the economy. Well, those baby boomers are now retiring, causing various industries to experience significant labor shortages, shortages that are predicted to increase. For example, at a time when housing needs are growing nationwide, it's estimated that within a decade, a full 50%, one half of the construction labor force will be gone. So it's not hyperbole to say that the future of our infrastructure is in jeopardy if we're not preparing students to fill the needs in the job market. Secondary schools, recognizing the urgent need for career and technical education, are themselves in need of high-quality programs, which is why we are so excited to tell you about Exploring Your Potential. Exploring Your Potential, EYP, is the new gold standard in career exploration. EYP believes the school-to-workforce pipeline can be customized for individuals while provided at scale by institutions more economically. EYP provides world-class career technical education curriculum, assessments, and insights showing consistent 70 to 80% increases in student confidence, clarity, and motivation. Hundreds of millions of dollars in grant funding are now available to K-12 schools for career technical education and pathway programming. Partner with EYP to dramatically improve your access, impact, and build infrastructure for long-term growth. Look for Exploring Your Potential at edcuration.com to learn more. You're listening to the Ed Curation Podcast. We bring you stories from educational leaders about the instructional resources, practices, and movements that are reshaping learning. It's a little bit of social work, a little bit of science, and a little bit of passion. The most valuable resource is also their time. It just can't be wasted on fluff. But we have to be able to continuously poll our students and just give them voice. We have to pick texts that are totally going to push their thinking. On today's episode, you get to meet Peter Hostrasser, known as the Unlearning Coach. Peter has been a business educator in the Chicago area for over 20 years, founding the OPRF School of Business at Oak Park and River Forest High School in Oak Park, Illinois. He's an entrepreneur and change agent for traditional education systems, as well as a business coach. Peter is the host of the Disrupt Education podcast, where creative and non-traditional learners share their stories and thoughts on how to change education. He currently teaches business at Amos Alonzo Stagg High School in Palos Hill, Illinois. He is also an e-learning curriculum developer for Hall Pass Education. Peter is reshaping learning in so many ways that we couldn't wait to talk to him and learn about his journey. Well, let's buckle up. This is a fun one. So uh, <laughs> this is, uh, I'm, a, I'm a son of a, a teacher. My father was a math teacher. And, uh, you know, coming out of college, I was a broadcast journalism major. I had really no idea what I wanted to do. Uh, my dad told me never, don't go into teaching. It's too political. During his senior internship, Peter realized that broadcast journalism actually wasn't a fit for him. The same thing happened to a bunch of my fellow ed majors during their student teaching. 
Perhaps we need to rethink the order of career preparation, which, in fact, is part of Peter's work now. I went into all different kinds of jobs, from bartending, mowing greens uh, in Florida, moving around. I started my own video production business. Peter learned not only about running businesses, but also about the value of connecting with people, which, of course, led him to the very place that his dad told him not to go. Right before I began teaching, um, I had an opportunity to do video announcements with students. Uh, they were third through fifth grade students. And uh, we would videotape and actually tape. Uh, this is back in the days of VHS and SVHS. And we would do um, the editing, which was linear. So they had to do math and everything. They scripted, they wrote. Some of the students were quote unquote, great academic students. Um, and then some of the students, the teachers were like, just get them out of the class. They need to do something else, right? Um, Every single one of those students grew and and in their math and their language and their writing skills uh, over the, the short time I was there. And I attribute it to actually them connecting something to learning it. So the math came in with the editing, the writing and everything. So they were actually tangibly learning. That was when I was hooked. That was it. That was when I was like, okay, I, I have to go into teaching because that moment when you see that you helped a human being actually move forward uh, and gain confidence. I mean, I don't think there's anything better than that. Peter became a business educator. He's worked at five different high schools building business programs that center on tangible, applicable, real-world learning opportunities. Uh, in 2015, we took a fabric of our school, uh, Oak Park and River Forest High School, uh, overseas. And we were lucky enough to see Sir Ken Robinson speak and oh some great, amazing people. Oh, I am stunned. And I'm also melting. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know that Sir Ken, yes, I call him Sir Ken, is kind of my guru. If there was ever a guy who reshaped education, it's him. I want to take a moment of silence in his memory, but I know you have things to do. So we will go on with the episode and I will just remain silent in my heart. Yeah. And uh, the, um, the, the founder of Malala's Fund, I mean, just um, unbelievable people on this stage and, and our students learned design thinking um, and they started design thinking different ways to do school. And it, that was the second big hook in my life where I was like, I need to learn more. I need to I need to empathize. I need to understand our students primarily at the secondary level. And I started a podcast called Disrupt Education. Um, I am zeroing in on 200 episodes, uh, just asking people, how are they changing education? What are they doing? What are their path? Since Peter brought it up, our own Ed Curation founder, Timory Tolney, was recently interviewed on the Disrupt Learning podcast. She's amazing. Go listen. But later, not right now, because Peter is just getting started. And uh, I became another entrepreneur in there somewhere uh, and created a uh, gap year program, transition program, co-founded it with two other amazing members. And uh, that's called Hall Pass Education. And so, yeah, that's the short of it. I don't know if I can get that any shorter. So I love that explanation of your journey. So tell us about your current role. What led you to, because you're a full-time business teacher now. So everywhere I went, um, I just love building the program. And the only way to do that is actually to listen, hear the students, try to find their, um, their, their interest and build everything around that. Um, and at the secondary level, that's what we did. I mean, we built um, 
all kinds of entrepreneurial programs and different things like that, but they were always built around the end user, which is our students. And what I had to do is make a decision to, am I, am I going to continue a traditional way or am I going to get into the classroom? And I, and I don't like the word getting back into the classroom because I think I'm moving forward still. Um, but that's how I ended up. I'm at Stag High School right now um, on, in Palos Hills, uh, south of Chicago, and it's just wonderful. Uh, the students are a diverse population, learning from students all over the world. I teach entrepreneurship. I teach website design, financial literacy, which is a big one this year with uh, you know Robin Hood and all those fun things that were going on. Um, and just enjoying it. And over one year, um, I'm, I'll give a shout out to my my colleague teacher, uh, Mr. Jim Duffy. Uh, we grew at 33%. So we have, we are hiring or actually we're borrowing a, a math teacher next year to come over uh, and join our uh, business squad. I just love being in the trenches. There's so much to learn from students, and especially now um, after we've gone through a pandemic, social justice, all these different things that are happening in their lives. So it's so inspiring to me to hear you repeat multiple times that you learn so much from your students. And it sounds like so many of the things that you're doing are kind of cutting edge learning. They're the things that I hear students and my own two teenagers say, mm -hmm. why didn't we learn this? Why didn't we learn how to do our taxes? Why didn't we learn how to invest? Why didn't we learn how to balance our checkbook? Why didn't we learn you know, these things, how to start our own business? In school, those seem like such important things. Are you, have you created that program, you and your colleagues and your students together? You're just letting them sort of say, this is a thing that we need to be doing and and then you you build it. Yes and no. Um, I think, uh, so in certain states, right? I think there's 26 that there are um, financial literacy yeah. re requirements, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's still amazing to me that there are states that don't have that requirement. That don't, right? Yeah. Right. What the heck? Yeah. Not <laughs> anything from all the stuff that our generation did wrong. Yeah. Right. Right. A hundred percent. And the, but the entrepreneurship courses and those types of things that that we're building. Um, so we're not actually creating them, but man, we're putting our flair on them. And what we get to do is we're very flexible, which is nice. So especially in business, the reason I got into business because I have a business minor, and it was the best way to get tangible students learning with the, with tangible things. And one of the greatest things that we're doing right now is we're, we're bringing in ed, ed tech companies. I mean, we're, we're like, Hey, let's, let's play around. Let's uh, let's have some fun. Um, uh, Pre-beta post-beta uh, we're going through design thinking with them right now. I'm working with uh, one of the, a great company called district zero um, and Uzair Hussein uh, and I I've seen him uh, work a couple of years uh, ago and uh, just moving them through the process and they're in the classroom and they're talking to our entrepreneurship students and it's not me i mean i'm in there i'm, I'm letting the students know you guys are doing the business model canvas i've done two of them uzair's done 80 of them so you know let's let's have a conversation so those that's really what we're doing we're putting our own flair and actually we have to update on a consistent basis uh the most interesting thing that happened, I believe it was between 2019 and 2020 when the tax law changed right in the middle of the year um, and they changed the 1040. Well, we would teach the 1040 easy and then they went to the 10, I don't even know what it's called now, they just basic tax thing. So we had to actually quickly change that in the middle of a school year, but it was cool. You know, we had, we had our students actually go through it and they saw that we were actually changing it. Um, 
and they understood, oh, wait, tax law changes every year. So there's a bit and of history. That that's yeah. the way it's going to be. Yeah. But most of it is mindset. Um, you know, the first un, like six weeks of entrepreneurship courses that, that I've taught um, is all mindset. It's, it's all getting them into the growth mindset. Uh, failure is great. There's so many opportunities in failure. There's answers in failure. Um, it's not an F on a report card. It's actually, you know, cyclical. You keep going around. Um, it's basically everything opposite traditional education in yeah. some sense is, is done. It's where the learning happens. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean when you say bringing them in, doing beta testing? Describe that that project. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what I like to do is because I do teach business, uh, I've taught small business, I've taught entrepreneurship, technology, I do a web page design course. Um these are professionals. So what happens is I'll connect with them and I learn a little bit more about what their company is doing and, and how they're trying to change. And most of them have, they know the pain point. We start to look at their pain point because usually that's where a lot of the ed tech companies start to, to grow is somebody personally had a pain point here and that's replicable. So then we, then we, uh, then I ask, you know, Hey, you know what would, if you need our class to do anything for you, I have an entrepreneurship class. They love to problem solve and work, um, you know, different situations, or maybe you want to run them through, uh, a, a part of your ed tech or anything like that. So that's how that builds. Um, so right now, like I said, with Uzair, uh, we've have him in, he's actually taking, 40 minutes a day for the next two weeks, which is unbelievably gracious of him to do that. You know, he sits down and he converses with the students and, and the students are asking questions. I'm asking questions. Uh, and then we run them through. So we go through the onboarding process. Um, and there's a lot of mistakes. Uh, that's beauty of it. Like they get the students get to see, well, here's a CEO and he's not mad that, you know what, there is like five steps to onboarding and it's confusing maybe it should be three and this is the way they see it and they're heard and they're like, wow, a CEO is doing that. So that's kind of how it goes. I usually ask, what are you looking for? What do you want our students to look at? Um, so those are the types of things where they're getting access to people who are building um, a, a thought out into a business. So I have just kind of a personal interest question about your life Yeah, because you have a family and children of your own, you're launching a business, you run a podcast and you teach full-time. <laughs> How does that all work for you? Are your students involved in some of those things? What? Yeah. Um, I will. I'm proud to say Christy that I sit down to dinner with my family every single night That's and um, we play cards maybe two or three times a week. Uh, I have a, a somehow got my son to drive 50 hours before his, you know, uh, his, uh, he got his uh, permit and his license. So um, I'll, I'll give you my secret. And my secret are basically two books. Um, one is by Cal Newport. It's called Deep Work. And the other one is um, Nereal's uh, Indistractable. Um, it maximizes your time. There's a, there's a lot of support, um, but I, I don't waste a minute. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you couldn't. So two questions. First, um, we're big card players too. So what are your family card games? Uh, Kings Corners and uh, Euchre. Oh gosh, we don't play either one of those. For the record, our family card games are golf, oh hell, and hearts. Favorite board game is Dixit. 
Now, while you're writing those down, I want to tell you a little more about our sponsor today, who, like Peter, is all about providing tangible, real-world contextualized learning that is born out of students' own passions and curiosity. This is Jennifer Cushell, CEO and co-founder of Exploring Your Potential. We're excited to sponsor this episode of the Ed Curation Podcast. We built Exploring Your Potential because students deserve the chance to custom craft pathways that excite them through life, learning, and career. EYP is a powerful online and blended learning framework that activates self-efficacy, intrinsic motivation, and inspires students to take control and ownership of their lives. Watch your students' ambition soar and engagement in school skyrocket. Visit us to learn more. You'll find Explore Your Potential at edcuration.com. That's E-D-C-U-R-A-T-I-O-N.com. Now, let's get back to business. Um, okay, so, but the real question is, talk more about the business. Mm-hmm. What it is, what you hope to accomplish with it, what you're doing. Yeah, so I can go in. Uh, the Hall Pass Education is, is a conglomerate of myself, um, Dr. Peter James, who is a professional uh, coach um, uh, around um, mindset. Um, and he's also the head entrepreneur teacher at College of DuPage here in the Western Burbs of Chicago. Um, and Audrey Boyle, who is an all around unbelievable person. Um, she was in Forbes. She teaches personal branding at the University of Arizona. She's an interim uh, CMO for one company and a fractured CMO for another company um, right now. So I have some heavy hit. I'm, I, when I get in the room with these two, it's great because I, I feel like I have so much to learn. Um, so we teach people how to actually get into the right mindset. We teach people how to, it's a 12 week program that ended up to be about an 18 week program as we learned so much from that crew. Um, but they're, they're learning their, uh, how to use social media and not be used by it. They're, um, learning their personal branding. They're learning how to connect on LinkedIn. Um, they're learning how to actually show their value. So, that's the transition program. We also have a gap year program, which is very similar. We're trying to look at students who are transitioning um, out of high school and maybe into college. Uh, it's, it's a yes and. Maybe they don't go to college yet, and it's a gap year program. Very similar to the transition program. And we have a college boot camp that we're building out as well that is a four-day, uh, pretty intense five, four or five hours a day where we walk people through how do you communicate? Uh, how do you do your finances? How do you um, build your brand? Um, and then how do you make the most of your college journey? So those are our three biggest ones right now. Um, yeah. Okay. So let me see if I, I'm hearing you right. It sounds like your target audience is entrepreneurs who've already found their passion, know what yeah. they want to do. Mm-hmm. People who are transitioning out of high school, and um, either want to go straight into business or people who are transitioning into college. The, the hallway of life is why it's called hall pass. So um, we, we look at it like it's the hallway of life and you, you get a hall pass. And you know, I don't know if you remember when I was in high school, you get a hall pass, it's like a golden ticket. You're like walking around, you're looking in all the rooms, you're looking for your friends, you're looking at what people are doing. A little um, bit off the map. Yeah, right. And it's freedom, like, and you have a little bit, of, you, you're allowed to explore. Um, and that's what we want to give people guidance in that exploration. We want to help them yeah. with their hall pass and, and give them, uh, you know, permission to just play around in a sandbox and build who they are. 
um, before they make huge decisions, especially financial oh decisions gosh. going and into college. End up in their 40s, realizing that they never really cared about the career that they <laughs> spent however many years in. And like, is it too late? And yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And I loved your mission statement. I don't know if you'd call this your mission statement. Definitely your tagline on your on your website is um, my value is helping you find your value. Yeah. hundred percent. Can you talk about how you do that? That sounds oh. like magic. Yeah, well, yeah. it it oh, is. Wow. Yeah, okay. it yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's real. Right away, I would be like, let's let's write down all the things you want to do. Let's have some fun. Um, and then we start attaching interests, skills, and what you actually really do value. I mean, do you value, you know, flex time? Do you value travel? Do you value all these different things that that are meaningful? to you in your life. Now, as a younger person, that's a little bit difficult to do because you have to actually help them flesh those out. Um, they'll they tell you, yeah, they, well, they don't know, but they'll tell you, they'll tell you in their stories, right? Like they'll tell you, yeah, you know, I really like video games. So what do you like about video games? And then you start diving deeper into mm-hmm. it. Um, I like to challenge. I like to, you know, level up. I like the badging. So then you start to, okay, you, you take notes. It's almost reading between the lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, we just start connecting uh, people in different industries. Um, and really, honestly, where I try to find people is, is what problem do you want to solve? Or what, what mark do you want to leave in the world? And that's a huge question, but it's a different question than what do you want to major in or, Mm -hmm. you know, so it gets them thinking about themselves. The other thing that I do is I I help people unlearn. I unlearn the fact that once you pick something, you're there for the next 20 years. It's not marriage, right? I mean, kids have this in their head that like, if I pick it, I can't turn back. Yes. A hundred percent. And I think it's just a traditional education does that for us and, Mm -hmm. and, maybe inadvertently. I want people to unlearn that. Who works with you? Can anyone, can anyone? Yeah, yeah absolutely. So for me personally, I'm, I'm launching it. It'll be unlearningcoach.com. Um, and I'm creating some classes over there as well. And we're trying to create a community uh, of, of young learners and we're going to give them challenges every month. Okay. Um, and I'll just give away our first challenge is going to be your challenges. You got a minute pitch. You're going to post it on YouTube mm-hmm. and then you have seven words or less to title that thing. Um, and, uh, and it's gotta be about you, um, with hall pass, um, we want to, uh, bring equity to the table when it comes to, um, people coming out of high school or even people in high school or people in jobs that are underemployed who have super skills, but they just haven't, they, they didn't, they don't maybe not have the, the assets or the funds or the socioeconomic situations. Um, what we want to do is, is help people, um, find those paths and, and connect, uh, there. So that's where hall pass is at right now. Could okay. it change? Of course. <laughs> you work really hard to empower your students, to bring their ideas to life, to implement really student-led learning. Um, I'd love to hear some of the most exciting, interesting things that some of your students have done or yeah. have created over the years. Oh, uh, man, there's so many. There are so okay. many. Um, one of the the earliest uh, that I did, and this, this is totally not me because this young man was doing it before he came to my entrepreneurship or it was a small business management class at the time. I was at Oak Park. Um, his name is Peter Mullen, and um, he does a thing called OPC Kicks. Um, 
And he started when he was in eighth grade, I think. He graded the sneaker that was a New York Yankee sneaker. So he like pasted and glued stuff on it. And he still has this sneaker. Um, and that was it. Like people said, you know, where'd you get that shoe? That was super cool. Um, I think I still have his business plan or he has his old school business plan. Um, tremendously successful in the artistic shoe uh, creative game. He's done some things for the NBA. Uh, he's been featured in East Bay. He's the most easygoing guy, but um, he just does incredible work um, in artistic work on shoes and is extremely successful. Um, and, and he just loves doing it. So that was just fun watching his entire day. He's 28 years old now. Um, Rachel Mountner is also um, a, uh, an interior designer. She went to a school in uh, Key West for like six months and then dropped out and just basically built her business uh, through some things. Uh, she was in some uh, classes in, in high school and just built confidence there. And you know, all these, all these students, the best part about it is now I'm learning from them. Um, I just, I just love learning from them. We're connected because social media allows you to do that. I, there's no way I'm, I'm here where I am today without, without learning with my students. I actually want to push this question a little bit further because sure. you know how sometimes you'll meet somebody and you find out what they do yeah, and you think, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I, like who thought about making a job or a career out of that? Uh, I have one young man right now who's up and coming and he's a documentarian. I mean, he makes documentaries. So he didn't make the baseball team. His story is amazing. And instead of blaming and getting grumpy or whatever, and he worked very hard to make the baseball team at Oak Park. He created a documentary for the team. Um, they won state a uh, year or two before. And um, right before the pandemic, he sold out a uh, the famous Lake Theater, uh, one of the theaters in um in Oak Park and uh, ran a documentary. Um, and now he's, he's moving forward in that he's, you know, he's creating um, and it's just amazing to see his journey. Um, so I'm just curious, and I know that you probably need to go have dinner with your family, Peter, no, but what's, it's all good. The most, what's the most valuable thing that you've learned over this past year with the pandemic that maybe some other educators could benefit from? Oh man. Uh, one thing, huh? That's going to be tough. Uh, empathy. I, I think that, and it's always been there, but I think being truly empathetic, um, understanding where uh, the biggest thing is understand where your students are coming from. They're not, especially in secondary ed, we, we always have this idea that they're coming up with excuses and, and they're just playing the system, which some do. But I think one thing, especially with the pandemic hitting, is understanding the environments. Some of our students, you know, they have many siblings or two or three families in a household. Um, there's a lot of noise. Um, they don't want to turn cameras on and all these things. And, you know, just understanding, letting them know that, that you understand them. They, they just really want somebody to trust them. They want somebody to believe in them. And uh, I get emotional because this is like, this is my why. Um, they really want people to stay with them all the way through. Um, point taken, I have a student in my entrepreneurship class and she came into this week with a very low grade. She's been struggling, um, mm. just a lot of mental challenges, a lot of family challenges. And she uh, got through the, we're doing the nine steps of the business model canvas. And she just just put her head down and started working through some things. And, um, she went through five and wow, like 
this young lady is an entrepreneur. She just didn't know it. And the BMC is that she's writing is brilliant. And <laughs> see, I get, I get, I, yeah, you're so proud. I'm choking up, but like, I'm so proud of her because I told her and I give video feedback on her canvas uh, because that's super important. And I let her know, I was like, you, you, you have the mind of an entrepreneur. You understand how to visualize something and put it on paper. And that's a skill set. And those are the moments that just keep you in the game. If you're all juiced up about helping students gain career clarity and momentum, you'll find all of Peter's links and contact information in the episode notes. And if you're looking for a way to get CTE going strong in your classroom, school, or district, you'll definitely want to reach out to explore your potential. 11th grader Andy Basilio said, quote, what I really learned about myself in exploring your potential is that I want to keep going with school, finish high school, go on to college and get my dream job. Now I'm inspired and motivated to make things happen, to work hard for them, and to stay focused and on the right path, end quote. You could learn more about Explore Your Potential by clicking the Connect to Vendor button to schedule a discovery call or demonstration. If you found this episode interesting, helpful, or even mildly entertaining, we hope you'll like, share, and leave us a comment. Feel free to suggest topics and resources you'd like to hear featured. And be sure to tune in again next week for another great conversation about reshaping learning on the Ed Curation Podcast. <laughs>